good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, didn't cut it, Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, uh, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You're right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Development Institute in Minneapolis. Well, you know, I've been all week at uh, Shakopee, and we've been doing, uh, you know, a lot of uh, Native stuff out there. There's uh, people from all over Turtle Island are there, and we just, I just happened to meet uh, somebody out there, and I'm going to put her on the show here right now. Amber, thank you so much for coming on, and Amber uh, uh, told me I have a I have a great voice and a face for radio, and I went, oh, I wish I had a nickel for every time I heard that. Hey, Amber, you got some exciting news, and I want you to introduce yourself, and let's talk about this, and let's break it down, and uh, we always love amplifying good things that natives are doing all across Turtle Island, so hey, welcome. Thank you so much, Holly Toe. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate the time and appreciate you taking my joke uh, on the chin. <laughs> sense of humor is, is always good at conferences like these. Um, but it was, it was great to meet you and really excited to be on the show. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you do. Uh, and maybe for our people out here in the Midwest, first maybe talk about uh, where your tribe's from and a little bit about that because it's always it's always good to know where our relatives are from. Yes, I am an enrolled member of the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma. We have ten and a half counties um, down in the southeastern corner of Oklahoma, and I currently reside in Tulsa, which is where I was raised. Um, my company is called Totem, and we're based there in Tulsa, although we are a remote company, as so many are these days. So we have folks that are working for us from Kansas City, um, Austin, um, areas like that as well. But we are the only digital bank by and for natives. So um, we're trying to get more of our people banked to help them grow their credit and access tribal benefits. And we're partnering with tribes to make that possible. That's exciting because, uh, you know, a a lot of our audience probably doesn't know the boundaries and the and the things that Native Americans have to jump over in order to get credit, bank, uh, direct deposit, all those things that uh, and I, we talked a little bit and I, you said because I'm an urban Indian, I don't really know a lot of this, but you were talking a little bit about how far banks can be from uh, the res, so to speak. Yeah, I am too, um, to be candid. And so a lot of this was a process and a journey that I took just kind of learning about these barriers. Um, But it all started with a really personal experience that I had um, trying to access tribal benefits. And um, the benefit that I was trying to access in particular was for a down payment assistance program to buy my first home. And so it was really tricky to get access to that through the tribe. But then when I called my bank, um, who is a community bank, you know, mortgage lender to see if they could call and intercede on my behalf, um, they declined to do that. And so I was just stuck. And that's how the idea hit me that if I just had a bank that understood what it is to be native, what these benefits are, things could have gone really differently. And then um, fast forward a few years, COVID hits, we saw all of these digital banks um, really just exploding um, as people were trying to get stimulus funds if they didn't have a bank account. When branches were closed, you weren't able to go into a branch. And so a lot of people started to use digital banks um, in a a bigger way. So we saw 
chime just grow exponentially but we also saw really interesting digital banks for different sectors of the population so there are several for black americans a couple for hispanic americans many for immigrants and as i was looking around the space no one no one looked like me and no one was building for us and so you know my previous experience married with what was happening um, in terms of technology advancement and i thought you know maybe maybe we need one of those banks for ourselves. And the more that I looked into it, the more I learned that uh, natives have many of the same barriers to accessing financial services as other underserved groups, um, more so in many ways. And we also have the flip side to that, which is these amazing tribal benefits and this safety net that we have access to because our ancestors fought and bled and negotiated for those um, resources. And so, you know, some of the more interesting stats that I found were that natives travel on average three times further to get to a bank or ATM than other Americans. That's due to, um, you know, a lot of our reservations are more remote. Um, we also are more likely to be credit invisible so that it's not, it's not that we have bad credit. It's just that many of us have no credit at all um, because we just um, engage with the financial system less than the average American and for good reason, right? A lot of that is for trust issues. And um, a lot of our folks just think it's, it's simpler to rely on cash. Um, and, and in some ways, they're absolutely right. And it makes sense to live that way for a lot of folks. But the issue becomes that when when we do that and just avoid participating in the financial system at all, it really puts us at a disadvantage. Um, you know, if you do need to get a fast payment, it's very difficult to rely on paper checks or to have to pay a check casher a percentage of your funds to access your money. Um, if you decide that you want to you know, participate in the American dream and grow your assets by owning a home and you don't have a credit history, you're starting from scratch. And so we're really encouraging people to, um, to, to consider onboarding into, into this modern economy. And we've created what we feel is a safe, free, easy product for people to do that. That's an easy on-ramp for our people, um, really designed for us by us. So as you know, I, I'm Choctaw, my co-founder and technical, uh, one of the two of us is named Richard Chance. He's a member of the Cherokee Nation. And so our solution is um, native founded, native funded and native built. Um, and so we've done things like um, you know, creating special policies that allow us to mail a debit card to a PO box, which is the, you know, necessary for a lot of people that live in these more remote areas. We also, you know, are uplifting native culture and ways and our understanding of what it means to build wealth, which is more about taking care of one another, our, our relatives and friends and family. So we have an instant payment solution, for example, that allows you to send money to other totem members for free and completely instant. So we've just, we've done a lot of things like that, making decisions as we've built the product that are just really all designed to align with native needs and and really takes take steps to decolonize banking. How does that work then? And uh, Colin, Colin uh, is, has got a couple questions. I don't know if you've seen him, a good friend of ours here on Native Ritz Radio. He asked uh, the first if Totem was the name of the of bank and also says, can I uh, link this card to Apple Pay? I know some banks are not partnered with Apple to do this. So really great question, Colin. Yes, thank you so much for the question, Colin. We uh, have every sort of amenity that you would imagine for a modern digital banking experience, including the ability to add our card to your Apple wallet, or if you're an Android user, the Google wallet as well. So um, really easy to add that in there and use your phone to pay. Um, we have a virtual card that we issue immediately as soon as you open an account with us. Um, but you can also get that physical debit card if you if that's something that you want. Um, and the account is completely free. There's no monthly fees. There's no balance minimum. So you could actually open an account with us, get a virtual card, add it to your Apple wallet and um, play around within the app. We have a lot of information in the app about resources for the native community, whether that's accessing healthcare or, you know, cool organizations like powwows.com and rock the native vote. So you could open an account um, even if you didn't want to deposit money right away. And to answer the question again, yes, we definitely support Apple Pay. Hey, uh, Amber, can you hold on for another segment? Because what I would like to do in the next segment, because, wow, a lot of great information, is just run through uh, how I would do it and may maybe just to go a little step-by-step -step of uh, someone like me signing up for this kind of bank and, you know, being old like I am 
and have a face <laughs> for radio, I would need some uh, assistance in this possibly. So why don't we go through that when we come back? Absolutely. Happy to. All right, sounds good. Hey, this is Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and we're all awake here at the 5 p.m. hour, and we really appreciate everybody listening in. And so we're going to be right back after this short break, Haley. Stay with us. Unwanted sexting or photos, inappropriate jokes, even tickling or wrestling can feel like a violation. Catcalling, cornering, or groping, getting them drunk or high for sex, recording sexual acts without permission, hurting someone because of their sexual orientation, ripping a family member, a child, a date, a friend, a stranger, purchasing a human being for sex. You make the choice every single time. Sexual violence is many things. Make a choice. Do not do it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. On Saturday, June 17th, Metro Transit is making changes to transit service within your community. As they do each quarter, they review and analyze their resources and ridership trends. These service adjustments to routes continue Metro Transit's ongoing work to best serve customers throughout their system with their given resources. A summary of the upcoming service changes and a preview of the updated schedules are available now at metrotransit.org. That's metrotransit.org. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Minnesota 350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Hey, we're here with Amber, and we're talking about uh, a Native American online bank. And uh, we've been getting a lot of really good questions from Colin. Uh, maybe we should pop up this. Uh, welcome back, Amber. Maybe we should pop up this uh, question real quick here before uh, we go step by step here. It's like, what limitations come with this card being new to the scene? Hey, that was kind of hip how you asked that too. New to the <laughs> scene. We are definitely new to the scene. Um, we actually, it's a really special week. I was glad I met you this week, Robert, because we just launched our public beta program. So folks that are on our wait list uh, will start to get early access invitations to Totem this week. So if you'd like to join the wait list, you can head to www.mytotem.app. That's .app. And the wait list button is right there at the top. You can add your email and then we'll slowly allow folks in throughout the month of June before we launch in July. Um, but the question was what limitations um, come with the card? I think you know, there are so many uh, features out there that different digital banks offer. Um, the one that comes to mind that's something that'll be an, a fast follow uh, after we launch is the ability to remotely de uh, deposit a check. So if you get a paper check, um, you know, typically a lot of the, you know, newer banking apps will allow you to take a photo of that and deposit it into your account that way. Um, that was something that we won't be launching until a couple of quarters from now. Um, but we do have the ability to cash checks through our partners at Green Dot. Um, so they uh, have the ability. So if you have a Walmart location nearby, unfortunately, that's the only brand that does this nationally. But if you live near a Walmart, you can actually take a, a personal or, or business check there and have it deposited into your totem account. Um, you can also do that with cash and the ability to do that um, in terms of depositing cash is much broader. You can deposit at CVS, Target, Walgreens, um, all sorts of 
really comfortable retail locations that are probably nearby. So yeah, the, the remote deposit capture is probably the biggest one, but yeah, it's a really modern banking banking product. So you can see all of your transactions. You can lock your card if you lose it. Um, we have an amazing customer service team that is all native that um, actually works a phone line. So if you have trouble, uh, you were talking about being... Uh, perhaps a little more seasoned than the average user, Robert, you can uh, call into our customer service line and um, our native team will walk you through anything that you need, whether that's finding the, uh, you know, the closest uh, ATM location or um, asking for a status on your, your card or, you know, anything like that, they'll be able to take care of you. Yeah. You know, that kind of answered my question. I was thinking too, because like cash is king and, but we could go, you can put money into ATM machines that would correctly. Is that correct? Uh, That is another, the cash load into ATMs is another feature that'll be coming just a fast follow. Once we launch, we have a a really large network of surcharge free ATMs that's nationwide. Mm. Uh, it's called AllPoint. So you've probably seen these maybe without realizing it. Um, it's a green logo and these ATMs, very similar to our cash loads, are located in modern, comfortable retail spaces that people are going to feel right at home going to. Again, that was a really intentional choice, not just because uh, other ATMs are often in bank lobbies where our people have to travel so much further to get to a bank, but also it's not always the most comfortable experience to go into these spaces. Um, So we really wanted to make those ATMs, the ability to load cash, just really accessible. So a a direct deposit would be a a groovy way to go uh, on this, whether you're getting paid, uh, get a direct deposit. Haley, you could get a direct deposit right into your bank or right into totem. And then, uh, and then, uh, the other advantage too I see is that not that you know you're getting payments let's say I do I sell and buy a lot of stuff on um, eBay or a Facebook market and it'll go right directly right into my, uh, my right into my totem bank account you know and like uh, Colin asked earlier earlier on too so a lot of the the, the big features are coming down the road and you're taking this kind of like slow like inch by inch it's a cinch yard by yard it's hard kind of uh, uh, attitude here? Um, I, I mean, I think that we have all the basic building blocks and more to make a really useful, immediately useful and culturally relevant banking product for anyone. I'm glad you mentioned direct deposit. So that's something that you can do from within the app with just a few clicks. You can send your paycheck, either the whole thing, a percentage, a portion, whatever you choose, um, and make that switch without ever talking to HR or filling out any paper forms. Um, So I'm glad that you, yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned that one because that's another great way to fund your account. Um, But yeah, we we definitely have a long roadmap of features that we'll be rolling out as we grow. So um, to your point, I think the main thing to know there is that we're starting with a spend account, you know, a typical bank account that everyone's used to in addition to our resources tab. Um, The next thing that we're gonna be rolling out is our stash cash feature which was developed based solely on research from native folks and potential customers who said, you know, I have a savings account and a checking account and I have these big goals of saving every month, but then something happens. I have to dip into it. I feel bad. And on top of that, if I dip into it too often, my bank charges me fees for it. And mm-hmm. so I just avoid saving at all, um, which was just heartbreaking to hear that this cycle is, you know, keeping our people from even attempting to save. So Stash Cash was developed based on that insight to allow people to, it's a really fun interface where you can click like $5 here, $10 there, put that into a special savings jar for a goal that you've set, but we don't penalize you if you need to dip into that. Um, so that's the next feature that we'll be rolling out. We're looking at the credit builder card next, which will allow people to have a secured credit builder card where we can report payments up to the bureaus as a revolving line of credit, get that credit score up without you having the danger of getting into debt or getting into that harmful um, cycle of overspending. And then eventually we have big goals to uh, to move in to mortgages. So specifically mm-hmm. section 184 mortgages. Um, yeah. You know, the funny thing about my founding story is I was working on a down payment assistance program 
throughout the whole process, I talked to multiple people at the tribe, at the bank, you know, everyone I could get a hold of. No one even mentioned that we had these amazing mortgages that have a lower down payment, lower purchase mortgage insurance. Um, so it's just a huge gap in terms of serviceability and knowledge. Not a lot of banks do it. So that's where we're moving as well. Um, and then, of course, we're, as I mentioned briefly, we're partnering with tribes to do all of this. So uh, mm -hmm. at this stage, what that looks like is um, working with tribes to co-market our products to their members. And then every time that a member makes a purchase with a totem debit card, we actually share a portion of our interchange with your tribe. Um, mm. So, you know, depending on the tribe, that looks a little bit different, whether those funds would go into a scholarship fund or something like that. Everyone has their own control over that. Um, but down the line, we're looking at partnering with tribes to also disperse benefit payments directly into totem accounts. And if you work for a tribal enterprise to disperse that payroll into our accounts as well. Wow, Amber. Uh, I don't know if you can see Colin's question, but he has another great question. He, he says, how can we expand your reach and share your advertising videos? Facebook is a question mark. And I could probably say, hey, you could advertise on Native Ritz Radio for one. But that's a great question. Where can we people share this out? Because I know Colin works with a group uh, of people. He's the founder of a, a recovery group uh, in Indian country that really blew up a few years ago that, uh, uh, and so there's people that, uh, need this because they're joining uh, sort of sense of joining society again after sobering up and, and doing things like that. So these are really great questions from, from Col that angle from Colin. Um, also I want to ask too, before I forget, because we only got a couple minutes left, this is open to anyone, right? Not just na natives. Yeah, that's that's correct. So when you open your totem app for the first time, we ask you what tribe. Oh, well, first we ask you whether you're a tribal citizen uh, affiliated with a tribe or other. And so, yes, folks that are not native um, could get an account. We're not checking your enrollment card or anything like that. We're just <laughs> asking you to tell us what tribe you are, um, keeping it nice and simple. Uh, to your point about the folks that call in serving in terms of rehabilitation and reentering society, we actually have made some leaps here too to support our people because we know that a lot of them have gotten in trouble with banks in the past and just kind of, you know, I think many of us have like overdrafted an account and just left it uh, and assumed it wouldn't follow us. It does. Um, and it makes it harder to get an account later um, because most banks run you through what's called check systems. If you have a bad history, they won't give you a new account. Um, because we don't allow overdrafts, we were able to uh, bypass that. And instead of uh, keeping people out of the system, we avoid that check system so that we can get more of our people accounts and give them that fresh start. And then to answer Colin's original question about how to help us amplify our reach, um, we're not on Facebook a ton. Um, we're kind of targeting a little bit younger demographic, although the app is simple enough for older folks to use. My mother-in-law actually texted me. She's like the least technical person I know. And she said, I'm so surprised at how easy this was. I said, that's great. Um, but we're not on Facebook as much. We're there a little bit, but where we're primarily focused on is TikTok um, and Instagram. And you can find us on both of those at Bank with Totem is the handle. And then of course, we want everyone to sign up for our account wait list so that we can get you into that beta test um, from mytotem.app. Wow, what the exciting news, Amber. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll, you know, there's so much... Uh to to unwrap there we got to have you on again because that, you got you got it going on there you know and <laughs> let's give the website one more time for the people listening to us because i know haley jumped on there and did some investigation before the show and she was super impressed uh give that uh email address or uh website again thank you so much it's www.mytotem m-y-t-o-t-e-m dot app and that's dot app and the button to join the waitlist is all over the place i uh, really appreciate the compliments on the website our chief design officer actually did that and she comes from facebook dapper labs a really amazing pedigree we've just built such a great team um, and so we really appreciate the opportunity to come on here and talk about what we've built together well let's do it again really exciting thank you amber uh, ceo of the online bank totem up next robert blake I like to say Bob Blake from Red Lake. Hey, with the Solar Bear, with the Solar News. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us.
Celebrate 55 years of the electric fetus at the store-wide anniversary sale now through June 11th. Take 20% off almost everything in the store, including new and used vinyl, CDs and DVDs, clothing, books, incense, electric fetus t-shirts, mugs, pint glasses, and more. Some restrictions apply. The store is open 10 to 6 Tuesdays through Saturdays and 11 to 6 on Sundays. The electric fetus is located just south of downtown Minneapolis at 2000 South 4th Avenue. More info at electricfetus.com. Sale ends Sunday. Hey, this is Robert Pilot. I taught in St. Paul Public Schools for over 25 years, and I want you to join the team and make a difference in our children's future. Right now, St. Paul Public Schools is offering hiring and retention bonuses up to $10,000 for a variety of teaching and classroom support positions for the next school year. Grow in a supportive and fulfilling public school setting. Limited bonuses are available, so don't delay. Apply at SPPS.org slash careers. When it comes to mental health, connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Whether you're struggling or know someone who struggles, see connections as comfort, hope, and joy. Like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, seeing your grandma. Together we can find ways to create a path forward. Visit cmentalhealth.org. Visit cmentalhealth.org. J&S Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. Life is a journey, and the Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas will help you get where you want to go. Located in downtown Minneapolis, this affordable two-year college provides free textbooks, a laptop, meals, career coaches, and a metro transit pass, making DFC the perfect pathway to a bachelor's degree. Turn your dreams into reality at Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. Apply today at dfc.stthomas.edu. This is Angela Warner with Warner Stallion. As a mother of five, believe me, I'm all about getting the best deals. I'm always looking for a way to save money without compromising on quality. I guess it runs in the family. Because at Warner Stallion, we have a team of buyers who are obsessed with getting appliance deals that no one else has. Like right now, we have thousands of appliances in stock at the best price. Then we give you an extra 5% back and fast free delivery. Put us to the test and see for yourself at our 10 Minnesota stores and at warnerstallion.com. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Partly cloudy tonight with a low of 64, then partly sunny on Wednesday with a high of 81. Warner Stallion has grill savings you can't find at big box warehouses. Score the lowest prices of the year on gas grills, pellet smokers, and griddles. Plus, get three boxes of no-name meats and seafood. Then our pros assemble and deliver for free. Only from Warner Stallion. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, we're here with Bob Blake, and we're going to talk some solar news and some energy saving stuff, but we haven't seen Bob in a few weeks here, and we're always great to see you. Robert, how are you doing? I'm good, Robert. How's everything going with you? Uh, it... it uh, wh- we're on like an hour early early now, right? Like you guys switched, yeah. right? Yeah, we're on drive time now. More people listening to you. Wow, so- that's crazy. That's uh, 
That's really cool. Um, well, we got a lot of good a lot of good news for them. Um, with, with the solar news, with the solar bear, everybody. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> so, hey, hey, Robert, I I don't know if you remember, but uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the um, was the governor for California. He was the Terminator too. Yeah, but uh, he's been making some noise lately because he's been coming out um, a lot lately and talking about like some of the, um, you know, initiatives that his administration started with, uh, you know, green with renewable energy and different policy measures that his administration was championing. And I don't think a lot of people remember that about him, but he was doing some really kind of really cool things on a state level out in California. But, you know, he was a governor and he was also Republican. And that's not that long ago that Republicans played nice and did things for everybody. And 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 it's, things have changed the last six years big time. But he was a Republican. Wasn't he a Republican? I know his wife was a Kennedy. So she was Democrat. Yeah. So I think it was kind of weird yeah. thing going on. Yeah, that that's true. He was. He, well, he was a Republican. Or he is a Republican. And yet he is strongly for, um, you know, renewable energy. And interesting kind of statistic here is 70% of Republicans want renewable energy or they think it's good. 70% of Democrats want renewable energy. It comes down to like there's like 30% there that are on the fence about whether or not it's good. (laughs) Yeah. And so... You know, when you think about that, like both sides of it want repro- want renewable energy, but they just can't make the decision to, you know, not say pull the trigger, but just to move forward with it. But yeah. at, at any rate, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has been in the news lately, and he's been talking about all the great work that they did in California in the different types of, you know, businesses and um, emissions standards that they had you know, that really push for electric vehicles on their roads. Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's really interesting. I wanted to bring that up. Uh, uh, I wanted to bring that up to people because like, that's really, you know, I mean, this is a, this is a guy who, you know, is from the Republican party and, you know, is, is totally for renewable energy and for electric vehicles. Uh, But, you know, all the cool things that are happening, you know, um, with uh, with this plant, with this planet, and all the technologies that's being spurred by this investment by, you know, governments like the state of California, you know, and and I think sometimes we look at climate change as like, you know, there's nothing we can do, but there's so many people doing so many good things in the space, everyone, that it's hard to deny that, you know, that, you know, I believe that we're gonna. We're, we're we're gonna we're gonna combat this and 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 it's because of people like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? That yeah, are really kind of kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Well, and, and Bob, you know that's a, a point that I think we made a couple weeks ago. The Dave Durenberger passed away, who is a Republican senator out of Minnesota. And when you look at the stuff in the seventies and eighties and early nineties that he helped uh, move forward for the state of Minnesota. It was past party lines, and the Republican Party wouldn't even come close to support any of this now. The Clean Air Act, you know, the water here. There were things that he pushed in such a good way, and so hopefully someday we can get back to uh, that. uh, You know, we we used to joke, Bob, I remember this years ago before this turmoil of the last uh, six years of Trump, that uh, when we talked about politicians – you know, they, they, you know, politicians, their wings come from the same bird, the left and right, you know, uh, are from the same bird. But now it's a lot different from that saying. What the saying was this it was like, uh, uh, what's the difference between the left and the right? Well, they come from the same bird. There's no difference, but there is now. Yeah. And, in, in, yeah, what's the difference between the right wing and the left wing? It's the same, you know, it's the same bird. But, in, you know, Robert, and I bring that up because I think so much, so so much in in our life, and or at least currently right now, we have these partisan politics that try to pull us apart. And at the end of the day, you know, we all want the same thing, which is to be able to take care of our families, to you know, be able to raise our families in safe neighborhoods, and 
to look out for a fellow neighbor and regardless of skin color or background or whatever the situation is. And I think Arnold Schwarzenegger being out here right now and really voicing his opinion about renewable energy and, you know, self-preservation is something I think we should all worry about. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, and he's doing it through the environment. And um, like I always say, Robert, you know, and I think you, you hear this from a lot of people too, but healing is in the environment. And I think that if if we're going to heal as a society, that we are going to have to uh, do it through the environment. And that's one aspect that will bring us all together. Um, Another really good story is uh, Toyota um, did a test with this uh, new company called Electrion. And what they do, Robert, is they create roads that your your electric vehicle can charge as it's driving. So as it's driving, you're able to charge. You don't even have to get out, plug your car in, nothing like it. Kind of like your cell phone, like your cell phone, you just put it on a charger now and it Uh just charges. You don't have to plug it in. Same kind of technology is in this vehicle, in this Toyota vehicle, and they drove the vehicle, and it just charges now as it drives mm. um, to, to to the highway. So there's a little speck of highway where they're testing this out, and I think, uh, Robert, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of that across the country uh, moving forward. Yeah, the, you know, we joke, Robert, and I like to bring up stuff that we've already talked about, but we joke big time when it comes to uh, – uh, th- when we were in school, or I should say, I'm older than you, so when I was in h- high school, the calculators just came out, and they were, you know, big as a laptop, and they were like fifty bucks or a hundred bucks, and then twenty years later, they're on my pen, you know, and uh, and they're, uh, they're so technology moves really fast, is my point, you know, it, it's it's amazing, I can't wait, even within the times that we've talked, Robert. Uh, uh, you know, the batteries have gone down, for instance, uh, a big time, you know, just a lot of things have just happened in the last uh, few uh, short years. Well, like you said, Robert, here's a story, a blast from the past, right? Volkswagen is bringing back its VW bus, right? That little Volkswagen bus, and it's gone electric, and um, it will uh, it will start selling um, in 2024, in the United States. So we're going to start seeing a bunch of electric VW buses driving the roads, which I think is going to be really cool. Yeah. I think, uh, it, there's going to be a certain driver there that we can relate, (laughs) relate to. That's going to be a kind of a fourth generation hippie driving one of those. Oh, (laughs) legalized marijuana in the state of Minnesota. And the Volkswagen bus is coming back. Wow. Uh, Irony. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Robert, hey, I just want, before you before you before you move on, uh, because we got you for a couple segments tonight. I just want to jump back to what you were saying about uh, Earth and healing. And I know, like we all come from Mother Earth and Father Sky, and you know, natives are made of uh, stardust and 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 beautiful things. But to get connected with the earth, if you don't feel good, we've always been told, man, take your shoes off and walk on some dirt, you know? So I just wanted to bring that up, too, about what you said earlier. It's uh, We all are part of earth, and we all need to protect Mother Earth. Yeah, definitely, Robert. I mean, please get out and, like, enjoy the day. Get out and, like, touch the, you know, if you can't put your feet in some water, touch the, you know, touch the, touch the, uh, the trees, I mean, I, I think it's that disconnect, right, that we have right. with the environment that is why we're destroying it so easily. You know what I mean? And I think that once you are out in the environment and you're out in, you know, um, you know, in what's been, you know, uh, given to us, you know, I mean, uh, n- nature, you know, for us to enjoy um, that I think that we would be if we're out there enjoying it and being a part of it, I think we would be less wanting to destroy it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. so, so 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 we need to start being at peace with the with, with the planet and stop being at war with it. Right, and I and I think you're back to the seventy percent. I think seventy percent of the people, and I know everyone that listens to Native Roots Radio is uh, definitely for Mother Earth. I think we, probably the same seventy percent are too. It's the other percentage, and and a lot of them that are in power that are. Uh, are trying to make a fast buck and maybe getting paid off. Who knows? But uh, that's another show. 
Well, yeah, and, and and if that doesn't like make you move, you know, towards this, you know, this next story, Robert should, because wind and solar energy saved Texans eleven billion dollars in twenty twenty two. Now, remember, Robert, they had that situation there where their uh, where their electric grid was affected by you know the the cold weather and right, so, right. So they remember, and so they went heavily into renewables and they distributed energy resources, you know, wind, solar all over Texas. It saved them in 2022 $11 billion. Minnesota, state of Minnesota, this is why we ha- we are going 100% clean energy in the state of Minnesota, everyone, because because this just saved Texans $11 billion. And those are and that's money that we can put towards paying our teachers more salary, more money. Um, you know, we I mean teachers need to be paid more more dollars uh robert um yeah you know we need to take care of our roads we need to take care of of you know of, of our of our public uh you know our public servants we need to pay them better um our our legislators we need to pay them you know law enforcement our firemen you know we we, we, we need to do all the above and and i think that this is a way that we can go ahead and and, and do that uh, effectively by by going renewables Hey, we're here with Bob Blake uh, with the Solar Bear with the Solar News. We're going to come back here. We're going to make Bob Blake howl with us for howling for wolves. But this is a great update of what's happening on Turtle Island and a little uh, governor update from the old Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hey, we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. On Saturday, June 17th, Metro Transit is making changes to transit service within your community. As they do each quarter, they review and analyze their resources and ridership trends. These service adjustments to routes continue Metro Transit's ongoing work to best serve customers throughout their system with their given resources. A summary of the upcoming service changes and a preview of the updated schedules are available now at metrotransit.org. That's metrotransit.org. Minnesota has made history by becoming the 12th state to pass paid family and medical leave into law. Starting on January 1st, 2026, you can take up to 12 weeks of paid leave when welcoming a new family member facing a health challenge or caring for a loved one. No longer will you have to choose between your job and your health or family. Join us in extending a heartfelt thank you to our legislators for their unwavering commitment to Minnesota families. Paid for by Isaiah. Visit IsaiahMN.org to learn more. When it comes to mental health, making connections with others can be a way forward. How do you reach out when you need someone? What do you do to support those who struggle? Connections can bring comfort, hope, and joy. Find ways that work for yourself and others like sending a text, sharing a moment, offering a hug, seeing an old friend, creating space to listen. Visit cmentalhealth.org. That's cmentalhealth.org. cmentalhealth.org. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is sponsored by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Howl! Howl! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's a couple things that always crack me up in the show, and that's when Dallas Good- Goldtooth does uh, the promo in from uh, Reservation Dogs and uh, Howling. I don't know. I always just laugh. But, uh, hey, you know, I want before we get too far here, we got a, a listener who's asked a couple questions, and I wonder if you can see them, Bob. Um, one of them is, is there's subsidies 
uh, uh, for natives who want to go green. And I know there is with the with the tribal nations, and they're really going to be coming out here after this last uh, bill. Um, there's a lot of action going on and a lot of money out there for the tribes. But I, I don't know if he's asking just as a personal native person. Yeah, absolutely. No, great question, Colin. Um, there, there are uh, federal subsidies, uh, the investment tax credit, um, 30% um, off the price of a, of a uh, you know, a, a system that say you would put on top of your home, you know, um, property. Um, and then there's um, different uh, incentives on a state level. So, you know, I don't know whether you live on or off the reservation, um, uh, but there are some incentives on a state level. And then there's, um, you'd want to check with your uh, utility because there's utility incentives too. Um, so Excel has a Excel Solar Rewards, uh, one of them. Um, and so, um, you know, it depends on exactly where you live. Um, so when you start adding up all those incentives um, and you look at the price of, you know, your total, you know, your total system, you know, that could bring down the price of it significantly. Um, and um, as far as tribal nations are concerned, um, you know, when you start adding up the 30% in, uh, in, uh, investment tax credit and you start adding up the adders, adders up to 70%, let's just say it's a $10 million project in your community, you know, you can deduct, uh, you know, and get a direct pay back to the tribe in, their, in, in the amount of like $7 million, say, on a $10 million project. So that project essentially only ends up cost, costing $3 million. But uh, but you but you end up getting uh, that back and um, and, uh, you know, those there's no strings attached to that. So as soon as you commission it, you stop, you, you file your taxes year later, you get the money back. Uh, your tribe can use that money um, towards anything that they would, you know, deem need necessary for it. Yeah, that's exciting. And he has another question, too. And I think it might have to do with, uh, well, uh, uh, is there jurisdictional issues when going after state rebates uh, for green energy on tribal land? So it's kind of like, uh, do you have to hand over your sovereignty rights in order to get some of these things? I think he's asking. I think you're uh, mostly going to be dealing with your utility on that. So each utility across the state has, um, you know, rights to that particular area in which that they're um, they're offering their service in. So um, the best thing would, would be to be able to, to uh, get in contact with your utility and ask them what incentives that they have um, because each and every one of these utilities are, are different and are managed differently. So, um, but for the most part though, your federal and your state incentives are pretty much uh, the same across the board. And because of this last legislation that we just had in the, in um, here in the state, um, our wonderful state legislators here in Minnesota passed a lot of great incentives. Uh, I had to put up the applause button. I don't know if you caught that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to tell our state our state legislators like uh, I, I don't know. Uh, well, Peggy Flanagan and and, he- and Heather Keeler and yeah. Mary Knish, you you always have them on, Robert. They did such yeah. a great job this last legislative session that. They got a bunch of this cool stuff uh, passed. And by the way, everyone, uh, the first uh, Tribal Energy Advisory Board was passed. Um, and mm-hmm. it, it's, it's now getting funded by the state of Minnesota. This is the first one in the country. Um, so uh, good job, state of Minnesota. You just made history. Um, and um, we, we uh, our state has its, has its very own um, Tribal Energy Advisory Board now. And uh, I got to say, Robert, that took about five years to get done. So uh, for all of you that, all of you that want to do policy, um, you know, um, don't, don't, don't think you can't get it done. I I started this journey five years ago and uh, just ended it. And, um, and there's a lot of people that helped though uh, along the way. So. Well, with the solar bear too, a rumor has it, uh, there's a tribe down by the Mississippi river that's uh, got solar bear working for them down by uh, Prairie Island. I hear. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a, a 20 megawatt solar farm down there in in Prairie Island. Um they're going to do they're having a net zero project and and um I'll be uh posting something for you Robert that 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 people can join and check out some of the stuff that we're talking about and uh some of the trainings that we're doing and um and uh you know you can go ahead and share but um this is a pretty exciting project. Um uh, this will be the first net zero uh tribal community in the country 
And um, I, it's just going to be such a learning experience for the rest of Native country to check out and see how Prairie Island put this project together and what they did. And, um, you know, uh, you know, as well as I know, they're so sharing in, in what they do down there and yeah. everything. So it's really it's really an exciting project to be a part of. Well, it'll be fun, too, because, again, um, you know, what, well, I don't want to get too deep in it, but what you and I, are, are we've talked about with the Nation of Ho-Chunk, uh, we'll, you'll be getting a phone call here from me very soon because I'll be taking over as chairman of that group, uh, the Renewable Energy. So we're going to get some things going here um, uh, across Wisconsin and, of course, uh, our buildings here in Minnesota, too, because it just makes sense and it's, it's it's the right thing to do, and it saves you money, so it's a win-win. Right, yeah, $11 billion um, was <laughs> saved by the state of Texas last year <laughs> because they decided to go with renewables. And well, and energy I, costs are going way up, Bob, way up. Right, yes, so that's yes. And, even and a I think bigger everyone, incentive. Yeah, I think everyone needs to understand that, too. This is actually just a hedge against inflation. I mean, this is just a way to predict your cost in the future, energy costs are, are going up. And so that's why a lot of people choose to, you know, go renewable. It's not an environmental for some people. It's actually just an economic issue. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why people decide to go with renewables and they want to predict their, you know, we all want to be able to predict the future, right? Well, you're able to do that with renewable energy. So that's, what's really exciting about it. Bob, I've stole your idea and called it mine, but I think it's a brilliant idea to get these solar panels on schools um, because most schools are flat, flat roofed, um, and get them on there, and then also work with the students to about about the whole concepts and how these are set up. You you have a lab right there. You can go up on the roof and see how these solar yep. panels are hooked up. So again, I've stole your idea and called it my own, but I think it's a brilliant idea that we really have to push. That's your idea. Yeah, no. Well, I I just want to say too, it's not my idea. I think it's just a uh, uh, I think it's just logical that the second biggest drain on district. Uh, finances is their energy bill. So let's try and cut that, let's take it off. And we can do that with, uh, with, um, with solar. The state of Minnesota now has a solar on schools um, program um, that individual school districts can apply to and, and get uh, renewable energy put on their school districts. I'm starting to see the RFPs across the state come through my, my email. So that's really exciting. Um, and, um, and when we're able to save that type of money for school districts, we're, like I said, we're able to pay our teachers better and we're able to offer better amenities and, and provide a better education for our, our you know, the future uh, of, uh, you know, of our state, you know. And so I think that's all important, really important stuff, Robert. Yeah, it really is. And Robert, thanks for coming on. And, uh, you know, this kind of, I have to take a, a little nap earlier in the day in order to do the show now that it's on five. So I appreciate you being bright eyed and bushy tailed too. And Haley too. And, uh, we love the five o'clock hour and we have, uh, things to do and, uh, places to go. And, uh, it's a beautiful day. So thanks Robert Blake from Solar Bear with the Solar News. Really appreciate you. Yeah. Miigwidja everyone. Uh, as the solar bear says, uh, solar on everybody. <laughs> right on. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you are part of the resistance. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office, and vote. We'll be back tomorrow. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. now.